0: Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about ransomware recovery, remote file sharing and business continuity. My pleasure to be speaking with David Shaw, he's Chief Science Officer at NASUNI, and John Bellotti, Chief Information Officer at NASUNI. David, John, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for having you. David, we'll start here, and John, maybe you want to offer some color commentary to this question, and the question is, why is it so hard to recover from a ransomware attack, even though companies do practice good backup policies?
1: Well, a ransomware attack, is, it's incredibly disruptive. Uh, the companies need to prevent further harm. You need to figure out how the infection happens. You can prevent it from happening again once you're back up again. You don't want to leave something latent on your network that could put you right back where you started. So a good backup is great and crucial, but you also need to figure out which backup to use. Uh, the backup has to be from before the infection. So you need to you need to know exactly when the original infection happened. So plus in some cases your backup could be reachable over the network and ransomware increasingly is trying to seek out those backups and encrypt them along with your original files. So a lot of a lot of details and stuff has to be worked out.
2: And then I think in contrast, if if you're you know following NIST standards and your backups are off-site, you then have a lot of time to Obtain those backups, get them either shipped in or access to them remotely and figure out what what it's going to take to restore that, all when your IT resources are also trying to deal with containing the ransom attack and make sure it's not spreading farther and other issues that might be coming up as part of the the incident.
1: Right. So there's a lot of stuff to work out. I mean, you know, it's it's not something that an IT department, even the best IT department, is going to knock it out in an afternoon.
0: John, I'm gonna ask this question of you and David. I'd love to have your follow-up to this. Talk to me about how the ransomware threat has changed now that we've got almost all of our workers working remotely.
2: Well, I think the, the biggest concern with with a remote workforce, regardless of of any industry that you're in, is you know your workers are, are working from their home environment on networks that you know you as an IT organization don't have a lot of control over a lot of times they are sharing those network resources with you know children, siblings, you know other recreational activities other than just a, a business network. So the fear is always, you know, you 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 can't control the network in the traditional sense, so you need to be prepared for ways to get visibility into what might be happening that could potentially, especially with regard to ransomware, get back into a ransom attack on, on corporate data or company data when they're connected in through their VPN and uh, attaching to file shares, et cetera. So I think that's the the thing that makes it challenging with that combined workload.
1: Yeah, I would expect to see more uh, an uptick in in the coming weeks of the number of infections reported due to people working at home from for COVID-19. There's a lot of personal machines. They're not getting that kind of, you know, lockdown protected environments that are usually put in place by corporate IT.
2: Not to mention, you know, related to the the world events with the, with the pandemic, more and more individuals are looking and seeking for information. So they're visiting websites that are advertising charts and graphs and statistics and active world events and unfortunately there are people out there that are adversaries that are also creating fictitious or malicious sites related to that Uh, so we're seeing an uptake in phishing attempts and gathering attempts where raising that threat of something like malicious code or ransomware because people are visiting things they normally don't do, and they're leveraging that change in work habits or behaviors.
0: David, let's talk a little bit about Nasuni. In terms of the issues we're having with recovery from ransomware, the ransomware threat, how do you offer ransomware recovery to your customers?
1: Well, we offer a fast file recovery, and what makes it fast is this a rewiring of the file rather than a slow copy of the file. So you would want to rewire any files in need of replacement when recovering from ransomware. So this could be because someone deleted it, or it could be because someone, you know, because ransomware encrypted it. So there, there's many possible reasons, but either way, you're gonna want your file back. Now, because Nasuni's gold copy of the file system is in the cloud, uh, rolling a file back to an early state, I mean that's basically replacing the bad file or missing file with a pointer to an earlier version of the file. And because the the gold copy is worm and incremental, there's an earlier version to get back to. So you have a file system that's correct for the current time. And you're moving that moment in time for that particular file or or series of files to a point in the past. And because we're continually versioning these, you can likely find a version that was captured shortly before, ideally as soon as possible, before the infection. So it's important to understand this isn't sequential. So we can restore individual files or we can store full volumes on as many filers at the same time. So the cloud can serve all of that at once.
0: Gentlemen, I'm going to change directions here a little bit. And, John, I'm going to ask you to take the lead on this question. What types of security should companies look for in their remote file sharing environments?
2: So when you're selecting a vendor, you want to make sure that their security program Takes into account industry best practices, such as end to end encryption, allows you as a company to use secure keys and hold and manage those keys yourself. So they're not off with a third party. You want to make sure that if you are putting your data in the cloud, you're not compromising on the security you would have if it was in your own corporate enterprise. You want to take those standards and extend them to a remote workforce and to remote file sharing and ensure that you select somebody that that gives you that robust environment to continue with your access controls and your user access provisioning necessary to meet your needs.
0: Gentlemen, we all saw the world change pretty dramatically just a few weeks ago with the uh, the advent of the pandemic and the remote workforce What parts of the Nasuni business continuity plan are you glad now that you had in place when the world did change over that one weekend?
2: Yeah, absolutely uh, glad we had a a continuity plan that we had uh, put in place and previously tested and discussed with our executives. Nasuni is lucky enough to be a software company where we're able to make a a remote transition transition relatively easy and continue doing what we do as as a corporation where that may not be true to you know other industries where they're producing or manufacturing goods very early in our company history we had decided since we were a you know a cloud native service offering that it was very important in the design of of what we do and how we operate that we're not dependent on any particular physical office or lab or data infrastructure. Uh, we wanted to leverage the tools and technologies available to us, leveraging the cloud really to be able to uh, support a remote workforce regardless of what the world conditions are. So our business continuity plan was was based on the fact that we could, with very little failover effort, swap over to a, a 100% remote workforce. Uh, one third of our workforce already Uh, is remote. We're based out of Boston, and we've got sales and and marketing and support people all over the the United States and the world, and they're working remote full-time already. So, it wasn't a a huge transition, but we were happy that we had everything in place to support that remote effort, and it was much more than just, you know, having good network connectivities. It was having proper, you know, communication tools in place and methods to share information from, you know, remote file sharing, having web-based, knowledge-based articles that are cloud-hosted that people can get into and get information. So just being able to have everybody continue with the day-to-day activity and working and collaborating, even though they're not sitting in a physical office together, uh, I think was key.
1: With the various groups I'm working with for, for you know, the upcoming version of our product, you know, we've, we've, been using, uh, we've been using our own tools for file sharing to, to transport information around. We're using Slack and Zoom like, like much of the rest of the, the world is right now. We're using the Atlassian tools. It's been work, working from home has been actually quite effective.
0: Well, very good, David, John. I appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for spending some time with me and sharing your insight.
1: Great. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much.
0: Again, I've been speaking with David Shaw and John Bellotti, both with Nasuni. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.